Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Help Myself Podcast. That noise you hear in the background, that is my co-host, my co-pilot, John M. Singletary Jr., a.k.a. LJ. That's who I do it for. Uh, so, you know, obviously him being right on top of me while I'm recording the intro, changed up my intro, but that's okay because you have tuned in to the most dangerous podcast in all of the land. And we call ourselves the most dangerous podcast because we are dedicated here to taking the power and returning it where it rightfully belongs. That's into the hands of the people, which you understand and recognize how powerful you are, give you tips, tools, and opportunities to explore and execute your own powerfulness. So I believe in you. And it is definitely my desire and my goal to ensure that you believe in you. So, man, we're here on uh, this nice sunny weekend. You know, the weather is great. We're feeling great. We're going to get outside here in a little bit. LJ was feeling a little under the weather. You know, the pollen is high out here. But, uh, yo, he's back in full effect. And, you know, to start off for our Help Wanted section, I want to shout out uh, the Black Men with Purpose podcast. Uh, some gentlemen, so Dr. Kevin Danley, who's been on several times, and uh, you know, I, I reference him uh, consistently on this podcast and in this space. Uh, he got together and just wanted to figure out a way uh, that men could get together and maybe be uh, an example, ways to mentor, ways to get positive messages out to young black men and to the community at large, but with a, uh, you know, with an emphasis on young black men. And, you know, we had looked at different ways that we were all working in our community, different ways that we were all personally doing things and how we could come together. Uh, and I was privileged to be one of the gentlemen uh, they reached out to. All of us have probably known each other for, if not more than close to 20 years, because we all served in the Air Force together. And uh, we got together, and as they decided to do a podcast, I put a bid in that I would produce it and put it on the uh, Help Myself Podcast Network. And they had several other options, but I am proud to say that uh, at least to begin with, they chose to rock with the Help Myself Podcast Network. Uh, it's truly been incredible. You know, I get on and uh, I listen to those gentlemen, Dr. Kevin Danley, Dr. Byron Williams, Rock, um, I call him Smooth R&B, Ray Butler Jr., Rod Hector, and I get on and I listen to their perspectives and their stories. And I learned so much, and I'm so, uh, they come so prepared, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like, like, they come with the hammer. And so I really enjoy sitting back and uh, being a part of those conversations and setting them up, you know, um, with all the technical stuff. But I tell you what, um, you know, they came with it. So I want to encourage you to check them out. Uh, right now, you can check them out on Spotify. It's the Black Men with Purpose podcast. Also on YouTube, uh, just look up the channel. It's Black Men with Purpose podcast. Uh, and you can find them on the Help Myself podcast network. Uh, there's an episode on there. And 
it will lead you to their channel. And you can also follow on Instagram. That is at black underscore men underscore with underscore purpose. So uh, I want to shout them out. Definitely go check them out. You will not be disappointed. All right. With that, let's get on into the main portion of our podcast today. All right. Welcome. Welcome back to the world's most dangerous podcast, (laughs) the Help Myself podcast. Uh, My co-pilot, John M. Singletary Jr., a.k.a. LJ, is back here getting his uh, energetic motion on. That's what he's definitely doing. He's sitting up here like he was listening to to the intro I was giving him. You know, he kind of had to look like, what are you about to say? <laughs> so I guess he's with it. I got it. Yeah, I guess he's with it. But uh, again, man, we just relaxing on this nice, uh, easy breezy weekend, man. Yeah, trying to, yeah, yeah. you know, got some things planned. Gonna get out yeah, 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 in the yeah, world yeah. and get out in these streets. You know, all the good stuff. And um, you know, I wanted to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I want to do? I want to do a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> so here since I've retired, I've had several offers. Um, and I had this going prior yeah. to people wanted to talk to yeah. me about writing books. Yeah. Uh, there's been a couple of people that wanted to talk to me about getting into podcasting. Um yeah. I've been asked to uh, speak at a couple of events, as a matter of fact. I have one coming up this summer, but I've been asked to speak a couple of times. And that is something I'm proud to say has remained consistent uh, throughout my career is being asked to speak in certain events. Uh, you know, I've been I've been invited to a couple of uh, different, you know, podcasts and things like that. And I say all of that because it's um, it's a great opportunity for me to start to recognize what I am truly passionate about and do things that I really enjoy and to share my expertise. And I, I believe that that's the framework and the foundation for really getting into your purpose. And I'll say this because... I really see the push. I really see the push. Um, There's a push to meet a certain level exposure wise. There's a push to create a certain item, product, something verifiable that can be monetized and, and things like that. And all of this is important, but I think a lot of times we don't get the real opportunity that we deserve, and that's to uh, to recognize how passionate and how knowledgeable we are about a specific field or something that we do. And I think that when you can kind of just allow yourself into that space, one, that's a beautiful thing, but two, I think it, it sets up a a map for a better lack of a better term it sets up a path it it sets up guideposts for you to be able to have a better idea of where you really want to go 
with your life and with your talent and your skill set. <laughs> Couldn't get a word out of them 10 minutes ago. And now, you know, I've gotten past the point of acting as if I don't see what happens. Like if I'm not sitting here, when he sees me on this mic, he, I think he knows that I haven't turned on. He's like, I'm finna get recorded too. I'm finna... <laughs> You try to get on the mic too, huh? You, you say, I'm going to get recorded too. But I, I think that's important as a guidepost, as a pathway to your passions. And I really believe that people should spend more time really doing things that they're passionate about and that they enjoy and that they're good at. Now, I listed those, I listed those in three things because I don't want it to come off as if they're the same thing you can be passionate about something and not good at it you know you 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 can be good at something and not knowledgeable just intrinsically good you know and and vice versa you know you can be passionate not knowledgeable you can be passionate not good you can be knowledgeable and not passionate or knowledgeable and not good. Like, you know, they don't necessarily have to go together. But I think those are three great points where, you know, you put yourself in a position where you're maximizing the opportunity to be a success. Because, yeah, you can manufacture success. But whenever you've seen somebody that's truly successful, I think sometimes I'll use Tabitha Brown as an example. You know, we, we're watching her, but what she brings to the atmosphere is uniquely hers. You know what I mean? It's like, it's her. And she's good at it because it's authentic. And, and a lot of times, so now let me, let me see if I can take this now. Now we move into another level of it. I think a lot of times what happens is, People just want to get into something because of the potential of financial gain or status or what might be. And I think we start looking at metrics too early. Like, I was having a discussion with a friend about singers now. You know, obviously, uh, last week, I made lots of jokes about, you know, the singing issues that happened between the BET Awards and the verses and all of that. Uh, but you know, when you look at, at, uh, other singers, they were either classically trained, you know, they came up in groups or they were backup singers for years and decades for someone else, or, you know, they came up in the church and coming up in the church, especially the black church, you might as well call them, uh, professionally trained because it is not a game. It is, it is not a game. And I think we've created a market where a lot of these talented young singers don't necessarily have the background of live singing and layered singing and group singing and choir singing, all these different layers. Whereas you had a different kind of performer, a different kind of uh, lead singer just 20 years ago because they came with a specific background. And so they kind of understood the nuance of it a little bit better. And that's not to say 
that these folks aren't talented and that I'm not excited that they're able to get these mm-hmm. opportunities. Uh, I'm just saying that in some of those cases, you can see the difference. Mm-hmm. The difference between somebody who sung well around the house and was able to win a singing yeah, contest yeah. or loaded something that really caught on fire on the internet because they sit you know, at home and they uh, sing versus someone who has been in you know, public situations, who's been in group dynamics, who've been uh, in a situation where they had to sing, uh, where there wasn't a lead track for them to to craft their vocals, and they sing and they enjoy it, and and so I think that a lot of times we get to the point where we want to be seen, and I've said it um, numerous times on here that I would rather build a catalog and if I'm discovered one day they can go in and see that I've been doing this and that I've been up in my game and I've been getting better and you know getting better tools and materials topics getting better with my content and the way that I present ideas thoughts and and coordinate episodes things like that I would like for that to be the case when it came to me rather than just getting on and then not knowing what in the hell I'm doing. You know, the Help Myself podcast is a specific brand. There's a specific idea and there is a metric of success that doesn't necessarily depend on numbers. It depends on is my voice and my message accomplishing that which I set it forth to accomplish. And in a situation like that scale is secondary to purpose and so uh, i'm just confident and cocky enough to believe that my purpose and my success at being able to build things from scratch uh when i'm passionate about them which is which has been successful for me when when I'm honest about it, I've been successful in this road so many different times. It's just different this time. And so I just do what I know how to do best. Just keep on working on making stuff better. The stuff, as MC8 famously said years ago on Rap City, the goodness of the stuff. That's what we're working on. <laughs> and and I want to say this not so much about me because I think sometimes I belabor the point about me. This is where you come in. I want to encourage and free you to do that thing that you want to do because you are passionate about it. Be willing to learn. Be willing to fail. Be willing to make mistakes. Be willing to go in and change it up because your mistakes illuminated a better way. I'll give you an example. Um, LJ is autistic and all of our parents of autistic children know that getting a haircut is not fun. They don't like, uh, they don't like a lot of times how the clippers feel against their skin because autism is a sensory disease or a disease. I'm sorry. It's a sensory, um, impairment. So what happens with autism, I think a lot of times we get caught up in all the other things, but the primary thing about autism is, is that it impacts a person with autism and their ability, you know, sensory 
a lot of times autistic uh, people are not able to read emotions um, as well in a nonverbal sense. Um, there are some that struggle with certain materials on their skin. One of the more obvious are the hearing and the sight issues that come with autism when they have too much um, stimulation from, uh, you know, vision stimulation and auditory um, stimulation. So haircuts are definitely one of the more difficult parts because the buzzing of the clippers and just all of that. So I'd start teaching myself how to cut LJ's hair. And we've gone through several different levels to it. At first, it was just the edge up, and I was just trying to, like, he had a fro. And, you know, it got to the point where I was like, now I'm about to really start cutting it. And I tried a couple of things, and I was like, I can't be having my kid going out in public looking like this with this crazy-looking haircut. Uh, (laughs) So I went on YouTube University, learned the basics of tapering and fading. And then one day I got tired of his hair and I was about to start cutting it off. But, you know, something interesting happened. We I got a hairstyle. I got tired, but then I was like, wait a minute, this hairstyle kind of looks good. So I went back to YouTube University and fixed it up. And there have been times where I've cut his hair and I thought I was really doing it. And then when I look back, I said, ooh, I messed that up. But looking at the mistakes I made helped me go back and say, okay, I needed to shade this better. I should have took this lower, this higher, you know, different things that I needed to do. And I guarantee you, every time I've messed his hair up, I've always come back with a much better haircut, like top notch, because I was able to see the mistakes I made. And I'm saying that to all of you, like, don't be afraid of failure. Don't be afraid to not be right on the note or to get it perfect because that happens. Like when you go back and you look at what's going on, sometimes messing it up, it ain't the best feeling, but sometimes it produces the best results because you have a blueprint of what you need to do better. That's right, LJ. And then you come back stronger and better. Listen, man, I, I remember my first time public speaking. And, oh, man, when I tell you I bombed that thing. But I'm so competitive. I didn't know when I would get another chance. But I tell you, I wasn't going to come back and not be prepared. And when I came back, oh, I was prepared. Yeah. they. <laughs> I left an impression that was on the total opposite of the scale from the initial impression that I left. So listen, I want to encourage you to do those things that you're passionate, that you're knowledgeable, that you're good at. Don't be afraid to grow. Don't be afraid to just be found enjoying what you do. Get to that point and worry less about how many people are experiencing, listening, watching, or buying, but get to the point where it becomes obvious that you really are into doing this. And then don't be afraid to make mistakes because your mistakes will give you a pathway on how to be better at what you do. Listen, it's seriously going to be onwards and upwards. 
uh, here at the Help Myself podcast. And you've seen, uh, you've seen the elevation. You see it. You see it. And so again, you know, I appreciate all of you rocking with us. I just wanted to drop this really quick, man. We getting back in the saddle. I want to make sure that uh, you are seeing the Help Myself podcast come up on your dial uh, more consistently again after we took that little break. And, uh, you know, I want to make sure that my folks are hearing something that can encourage and inspire. So, man, we're going we gonna to sign out and move on to the next segment of this episode of the Help Myself Podcast. Oh, yeah. Man, we about to uh, close out another wonderful episode of the Help Myself Podcast brought to you by John M. Singletary Sr. and Junior, the cold pilot with F Yo Couch. <laughs> Did I get it timed out right? Hey, listen, man, I'm not even going to hold you. Um, You know, looking at opportunities to do stuff, I want, you know, I've had a couple of friends uh, here recently that have uh, been looking into things that were potentially owed to them for things that they had done in the past, you know, kind of uh, left some on the table left money on the table, left crumbs on the table, whatever type of situation. And that is definitely a situation in life. You know, I've done it. I think we've all done it. I think, you know, we haven't totally looked in to see what we are eligible for, what is possible, what could have. And I want to encourage you to get up off of your couch today and go out and get everything that's yours. Um, I want you to look into, you know, hey, man, are you not asking for the right things to have more job satisfaction? Are you not asking for the right things from your relationships? Are you not asking for the right things from people who um, serve, do, you know, do services for you or that you do services for? You know, one of the things, um, it was funny, uh, when, when talking about going to therapy, I was talking to a case manager and, you know, she was like, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm afraid to ask the military for a different therapist. And she was like, well, you know, your insurance is paying for this. So why would you accept service that wasn't meeting your needs? Because you're afraid to ask, like you are the customer. And too often in times in life, um, we're giving what is being asked of us but we're letting our expectations be lower and being unwilling to ask for what is owed to us. Look, if you ask for too much, what's the worst thing that could happen? They can tell you you're not supposed to have that much or they might mess around and give you what you asked for. I think I said something right there. So get up off your couch and stop accepting the bare minimum and ask for everything that you owe and even more. Don't let them benefits sit on that table and go to waste because you scared to ask. Man, go on and assert yourself. <laughs> hey, listen, I had a great time rocking with y'all, so I'm going to close it like I always do. Listen, I can't help myself. I've got to inspire. I've got to encourage. I've got to empower, but I can help myself by being the absolute best version of myself. And guess what? You can too. 
So why not we do it together?